I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Every life has its rubber glove moments. Rubber gloves, they are the worst kind of gloves. Any guy who's ever gone for a physical understands that. Now, I have never personally ever attended a physical exam for a woman, but my lady wonder wench says that every man should have the pleasure of at least one pap smear. And I guess she knows what she's talking about. Rubber glove moments. They're usually kind of quick. It's a little bit like you wake up screaming and you realize that you haven't fallen asleep yet. I have work gloves, the kind you put on and all of a sudden you feel like beating your chest and pounding your fist, you know? Because that's always a lot easier than really climbing the ladder to clean out the rain gutters. Some guys with little red sports cars that have great big engines wear matching driving gloves and berets. That's kind of neat, I guess. I am going to get myself a pair of flying gloves. No beret, just flying gloves. Because I figure they're going to help when it gets hot in the cockpit. Either because it's 95 degrees or the weather's getting really lousy and the pucker factor is going up because I have found that sweaty palms make it hard to hold onto the controls when the plane is imitating a roller coaster. Boxers gloves are really mittens, but they can't ever call them that because, let's face it, who would pay to watch cold-blooded killer Karminsky punching out brutal Bob Band-Aid while wearing his boxing mittens? Wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. Veterinarians use really long rubber gloves because they have to do things with horses that you would not believe. Really good strippers used to make taking their gloves off a, a genuinely sexy turn-on. But I think the deadliest gloves of all are the kind of formal white gloves that I saw Wonder Wench wear once with her pearls, her white hat, and a very faint smile. It was one evening when she had to attend a meeting with a group of ladies she referred to as, quote, those bitches, end quote. I had one of those rubber glove moments this morning. I'm 25 years old, inside. But the guy I saw looking back at me in the shaving mirror this morning isn't. And I still haven't gotten used to that. I haven't been 25 years old on the outside in a very long time. But, wow, this morning must, must have been the lighting, I guess. It's kind of funny, really, because nobody wants to get older, but nobody wants to die young either. What's the choice? Sometimes it takes a rubber glove moment to wake us up. Like, you look at the dating websites, eHarmony.com, and you see that everybody likes walking in the rain, all right? And you look outside, and it's raining, and you don't want to go outside. Or all of a sudden, it occurs to you that you are watching the Weather Channel more than MTV. Are you keeping more food than beer in the refrigerator these days? Huh? Is that what's troubling you guys? And you ladies, when you go to the drugstore these days, is it usually for ibuprofen and antacid instead of for pregnancy tests? Are you feeding your dog science diet instead of McDonald's leftovers? 
Have you noticed that dinner in a movie is now the whole date instead of just the beginning of one? Is that what's making you nervous, huh? Well, calm down, boys and girls. They are just rubber glove moments, that's all they are. All they mean is that you are probably a member of the Louie Louie generation. And here's how you can tell for sure. If the song Louie Louie is one of the significant soundtracks of your life, welcome to the group. I was trying to explain the Louie Louie generation to a very nice, very smart, very intense young financial guy by the name of Dan today. He is trying to sell me on investing in a company that, believe it or not, is going to produce artificial human sperm. Now, I don't think I'm going to do that because I have done my research. I looked around at an Applebee's bar on a Friday evening recently, and there seemed to be no shortage of natural sperm donors who seemed quite ready to volunteer to the ladies sitting there. Anyway, I figured it would be kind of interesting to see if such a no-nonsense statistics-driven three-piece suit guy might actually be a Louis Louis generation candidate at heart. At first, Dan was a little bit confused because he's into numbers and he knows all about the demographics, you know, the greatest generation from World War II, the kids' generation X, and of course today's baby boom generation. But at first, the Louis Louis generation was kind of confusing. So I explained that age is only one of the factors that's involved. Obviously, if you're a kid, you're not going to know anything about Louis Louis. But what we're talking about here is as much an attitude as it is an age. Now, there are Louis Louis guys and girls my age who are ever so grateful that wrinkles don't hurt. And we know we are definitely in the third act of the play, but uh, we're still getting some applause, and so it's, it's okay, you know? And others are like Dan, who is just noticing that the bite marks on his legs are getting a little bit higher because his kids are getting a little bit taller. You know, and he's, he's beginning to lose hair on his head and grow it in really silly places like on his ears. <laughs> I guess you could say that if young guys' bodies are temples... Louis Louis generation bodies tend to look more like auto repair shops. Anyway, we're really good guys and girls, but in high school, maybe we spend a little more than the average amount of time in detention. I don't know. Maybe the girls might have worn their sweaters a little bit tight and their skirts kind of short. And maybe the guys sneak the centerfolds out of their father's Playboy magazines and cut notches into the speaker stands where they usually parked at the drive-in movies. Remember drive-ins? Ah, another example of being a Louie Louie guy. After all, Louie Louie got popular mostly because everybody thought it was an X-rated song. And as soon as I mentioned X-rated, pow, all of a sudden, Mr. Statistics understood, and he couldn't stop himself. He ditched his jacket and his tie, he stood up, and he started wailing some very respectable air guitar. Turns out he's an uptight financial guy by day, but when the sun goes down and the full moon comes up, he slips on his jeans, he straps on the strings, and he turns up the amps pretty good with his own band. So that's a good lesson for all of us. Under the stuffiest of shirts... Sometimes there pumps a highly flexible tattoo. And right there, that reminds me of the words of Big Louie, his own bad self. Big Louie says, The only really normal people are the people you don't know very well. 
Sticks to tails. Some fascinating but totally unimportant stuff for you to stick in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. The state of Indiana is listed as the state most in danger from tornadoes. It is also listed as the number one state with the most mobile homes. A coincidence? I think not. This one's mostly for guys. If your shoes are a little smelly, pour kitty litter in them overnight, and it will take the smell away. Unless you have a cat, of course. And if you ate an apple every day from the day you were born to the age 30, you would have eaten 10,957 apples. And of course, you will have developed some excellent core values. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. not easy being a self-respecting Louie Louie guy, because we have to make believe that we know what we're doing at all times. We have to make believe that we don't need any help. That's why asking for directions is asking for help. We have to believe we can fix anything, and we must never go to a therapist or a doctor, unless it can be clinically proven that we have been dead for at least a month. No sense going to the hospital, honey. I don't seem to be in a coma. Now, the reason we have to do that is that there are times when we've got to take control fast. We really do. And sometimes, one of those moments comes when we check the voicemail. There are always more questions than answers on an answering machine. There's a commercial Friday at 2. Can you make it? The printing isn't going to be done in time for the seminar. Can you use a partial order? Where the heck were you this weekend? We played stickball without you and we won. Can you stay away next weekend too? Ha ha ha. How about you and Barbara coming over for dinner Thursday night? And the usual hang-ups. And an unusual one. Hang-up, hang-up, hang-up. Long pause. And tears. Tears that I've heard before. They go with the voice that said, Go to her and be happy. Don't look back. Just go. I knew that voice from the time it was full of young girl giggles. It sang Christmas carols next to me in church. It screamed my name when we made love. It laughed with quick kisses when I almost missed you. It groaned with rich, long, red, deep, wet kisses when I caught you by surprise. Are you all right? What did you call? Was it the middle of the night? Did you have that nightmare where the man with no face pops out of a hole and grabs you? You're not getting sick, are you? That usually happens when you're getting sick. Why did you call? Did loneliness take that big a bite out of your pride? Or did you meet someone who made you feel sorry for me? That wouldn't be a big surprise. You're much more beautiful than I've ever been able to get you to understand. Or did you just call to find out if I still love you? You're not losing faith in yourself, are you? Don't try to run from yourself. You could get lost. Then where would you be? Of course, I still love you. It's just none of your business anymore. 
That's the answering machine chapter from the personal audio CD called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, you can go back to DickSummer.com and download one from the CD Baby icon. When you are a member of the Louie Louie generation, I think it's kind of natural to look back at your life a little bit. Whoops, try this again. Anyway, I think you got to try to figure out some of those rubber glove moments, you know. <laughs> Big Louie, his own bad self, said, I shouldn't let him scare me. He said, as soon as the rubber glove moment is over, blow up the glove. Make a balloon out of it. <laughs> and he said, see how far it'll fly when you let it go. <laughs> Didn't go very far that time. <laughs> Anyway, listen, whatever you do, never take a rubber glove and try to reuse it. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.